This is an All Ears English podcast episode 1073, Bread is Not the Enemy and Other Parisian Takeaways. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 50 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. I'm back from Paris. Listen to five key takeaways and be inspired by how travel can change your ideas about your own country. Plus, a special thanks to one of our awesome listeners. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Jessica, how you doing today? I'm doing great as we record this. It's Friday. I'm looking forward to um, a Christmas weekend. It's the first weekend yeah. that we are going to decorate for Christmas oh, and watch movies nice. and get a tree. I'm stoked. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it's a big... I'm excited for this weekend, too. My family is going to be coming to my apartment. We're cooking dinner for them, and it's my mom's Fun. birthday. It's going to be awesome. Oh. Yeah. What are you going to cook? <laughs> We're going to cook a steak, actually, I think, oh. because she loves meat. <laughs> <laughs> not like you. You're no, not, not like you're me. You're not on the, the meatier side of things. <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, actually, that makes me think of what we're going to talk a little bit about yeah. today, because I am fresh back from Paris from my trip. And we all welcome you back, Lindsay. Thank we're you. so happy you're home. <laughs> yes. So yeah. this, I mean, we're really burying the lead with this initial conversation <laughs> because we want to know about Paris. I know. That's what it's all about. So it's so nice to come back to to go abroad just for a short stint and just to come back and, and look at your life with new eyes. It's kind of a cliche, but it's true. Like, it's very refreshing to be able to do that and like re-examine things about your life that you want to question a little bit. You know, the way you totally. do things, you know, because things aren't done the same way around the world. And so I had a chance to do that last week. It was awesome. It was awesome. Exactly. That is so cool. I know. I mean, taking little vacations like in your own country or whatever, I mean, obviously beneficial, but really g digging into another culture somewhere that is completely not like at home. Yeah, I love how that will refresh you, first of all, mm. like refill your energy stockpiles. Yep. But then mm -hmm. also, like, you'll look at some of the things you do in your life. You're like, this is unnecessary. Like, this is just <laughs> Americans trying to do too much. Like, I can yeah. be relaxed today. <laughs> <laughs> right. can, yeah, exactly. So the way of life kind of seeps into your mindset a little bit. And it hasn't lasted much more than a few days, I have to say. 
<laughs> but but um, but I, I love that. It is refreshing. You feel like you see a new side of yourself that you could actually be a little bit different. So, guys, I have about five, four or five takeaways from my trip today. And the first one, right, is all about language, right? Because we're here awesome. learning a language. You guys are learning <laughs> English. I, You guys know that I tried to learn French before. I prepared a little bit. I had a bunch of lessons on italki. Um, cool. And I studied my notes at night. But the one point that my takeaway here when it comes to French is that the moment of panic is going to happen to everyone. And you have totally. to just laugh at yourself because it happened to me too, Jessica. <laughs> How so did it prevent you from engaging though? I mean, did you like, you didn't run away because I you knew that away. you're accountable to our listeners. <laughs> like you couldn't come back on the show and be like, you guys, I never spoke French. I was scared. So like, <laughs> no. you <laughs> so how did you overcome that? What did you do? Yeah, well, literally, I couldn't run away because I was backed into a corner in a restaurant. But <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're but like, I'm not hungry anymore. I couldn't guys. run away. <laughs> <laughs> no, so this, so it happened a few times, but specifically one that stands out in my mind. You know, we went to, we were in the the district called the Marais, the Marais in French. They call it. My French accent's okay. terrible, but it's kind no, of that was cool, beautiful. Like, Good job. Oh, it's kind of this cool, like, um, uh, very old fashioned neighborhood, but kind of hip and in style right now. Oh, and cool. we were there and we found what we thought was kind of a pretty local restaurant. We ended up finding some very local places where literally they were shocked to see us there later in the trip. Perfect. But this one was pretty local, pretty local. And the waitress didn't speak English. So it was up to me to speak French because my friend that I was traveling with, she doesn't speak any French. So I was doing all the ordering for us the whole time. And we wow. sat down and we decided that we wanted escargot for our appetizer. And we wanted, uh, it was like um, some kind of meat, I think a steak or something for, for dinner. Mm -hmm. And in that moment when I ordered, I don't know exactly what happened, but I got confused and I ordered what they call in French saucisson, which is sausage. So, oh. <laughs> I, but I didn't even realize what I did. There was a big confusion and the waitress was asking me, is that what you want? And I got confused and I said, saucisson, I want saucisson. <laughs> and but, okay, so that literally means sausage. So how sausage. would you like... Mix that up with escargot. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea how I did that. I don't know. I think because that word had been in my head and I, I just think it's fun yeah. to say. So it was just right. in my mind and I panicked. It was that moment of panic. Okay. Totally. So I ordered sausage and I didn't realize it until it came out. And, and my friend's like, wait, we ordered sausage? <laughs> So needless to say that night I had a nasty stomach ache because there was just oh, too no. much meat. <laughs> yeah, you're not used meat. to that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, your stomach would react. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I mean, did you even consider for a moment sending it back? No, being I, like, I would no, know this isn't what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know how to say it. And also, we didn't want to be like annoying tourists. So we just ate it. Totally. Um, and it was fine. But yeah, that moment was there. Like I could feel my face getting red. I could feel the panic coming in guys and so I think I feel like in that moment I was kind of in like kind of in parallel with some of our listeners at different times completely. you know yeah completely so like if we want a, a, a lesson for everyone today and this mm -hmm. is happening to them yeah what could they do in that moment like you looking back how do you yeah. think you could have pivoted or changed or mm. slowed the situation down I think that's the key probably is like how can yeah. we slow the situation down in these moments because at that point, it seems impossible. The waitress yeah. is waiting for you. You mm -hmm. have to order something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, exactly. what are your choices? Yeah. 
Well, I think a lot of it has to do with how we prepare for that conversation. And actually, this leads into what we talked about on the webinar this week. And it's about mentally preparing for a situation. And we we taught you guys the fearless formula, what we came up with, the fearless formula about how to prepare yourself mentally for where you're going to be. And I think there's a lot to that. There's a lot of wisdom in that strategy, Jessica, because it provides space in your mind to relax. Yeah, no, for sure. So like... So the fearless formula that we taught in the webinar, it um, is inspired by the connected communicator Mm -hmm. strategies, right? Mm -hmm. And so, guys, like the biggest thing is to – it's that mental preparation – preparation previously. So it's like if you, Lindsay, like if you had looked at the menu, maybe I think a cool strategy here would be like before you go in and sit down, ask to look at the menu first, Mm, right? Because that's a natural thing we do at home anyway, just to be like, I don't know if I want to eat here. Can I look at your menu? (laughs) And Mm -hmm. so use that as a preparation and actually plan what you want to order first and practice saying it to each other. Yes. And then when the waitress comes, you're like totally fluent at ordering this stuff. Right, right. Because when the waitress comes to your table, then you feel a little bit cornered. And at that point, it's time to order. (laughs) So yeah, that could have been a preliminary step that I could have taken or even just this kind of leads into my next point. Something I did do that actually helped a lot with my French was I found myself often adding a bit of a buffer to build my confidence. And if I had done this in the beginning, I might have been more clear when I ordered, which is when I went into restaurants, instead of immediately saying, oh, two, you know, two people for a table, please. I would Uh actually have a little banter back and forth with the waiter and say, hey, how are you? Uh, How's your day going in French to build my confidence? Guys, if you love All Ears English, then share a link to our episodes page on your social media account to get more people listening to the show. The link to share is allearsenglish.com forward slash episodes. Let your friends know about All Ears English. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's fantastic. And guys, mm-hmm. like I I realize that sounds kind of weird like you probably sounds wouldn't weird do that normally. Mm -hmm. Um, But the thing is, like, what are you losing by doing this? Nothing. Nothing. So what if it's a little bit outside the box and odd? It's it's not going to (laughs) detract or make the person annoyed or anything. Like, if if anything, they're going to be pleased because they're like, oh, somebody wants to know about me. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Instead of just like, oh, table for two and not even addressing the person. So I really like that. Yeah. And actually, like, it was very well received. I felt like even in Paris, people were really quite friendly to me when I did that, especially, you know, and I felt like, interestingly, when we went to Strasbourg, people were a little bit less friendly around that kind of exchange, but not everyone. It just depended on the person. But in Paris, people were quite quite friendly. I mean, the the service people that we ran into were really friendly to us. So that was good. That was good. I have never experienced that stereotype of like French people being dismissive or anything Mm -hmm. like that. I've been to France a couple times. My mom Mm -hmm. and I went there for the World Cup um, in 98. 
eight, I want to say. Nice. And yeah, my, I mean, I never studied French, but I would like try Spanish out with people because I was like <laughs> the closest I could come. And people were so nice. I mean, I got lost a couple times by myself because oh, my no. mom was like, you're 18, just like go explore. <laughs> Maybe that wasn't the smartest thing because I always get lost. But still, I managed to talk to people and find my way back. And awesome. I never had anybody like be mean or not want to talk to me. Yeah, no, that's good. I think my, I mean, the whole goal in this trip was to lead with French, start with French. And of course, at times in this trip, like people, sometimes people broke into English themselves just because it was easier for them. And then we would repeat in English fine, but to not have to do that. You know, that's the point. It's it's that's important to to lead with some other language other than English. (laughs) I think Spanish or (laughs) why not? Yeah. However you could connect. That's the point. (laughs) But I mean, for for us, like for for English speakers trying to speak another language, that is such a danger, though. If if the other person does speak English, they'll they'll automatically switch because they're like, you are butchering (laughs) French or whatever. Let's just do the English. (laughs) Um, But for listeners, for you guys, come on. English is the way. Like this is how you're going to connect. Like don't learn. You don't have to learn like French and Italian and German and uh, whatever other language. Mm-hmm. English is the commonality. <laughs> you got it. You got it. So guys, yeah. So so think about that, guys. When you're, you know, speaking English, you know, the, first of all, the moment of, of panic will happen to you no matter what. But try to think about what you can do to kind of alleviate that or prevent it a little bit. If it does happen, just move right through it. Laugh at yourself. Let the yes. energy move through your body and move on. You know, it's not the end of the world. No one's going to remember that except for you later. It's fine. Exactly. Just get out of your head. Excuse me. Get out of your head. Slow it down if you can. And the laughing at yourself does both of those things. Yeah. I mean, I think that just as the takeaway strategy, just laugh. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And then the other cool thing that we did was we, so this is what I'm going to recommend is Airbnb experiences. Those are so cool. If you haven't tried them, I've never even heard of this. Like, oh my gosh. So, so you use Airbnb, right? I know. No. I never have. James and I just get cheap, cheap like motels like hotels. that are pet okay. friendly or we camp. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, next time you travel, try to use Airbnb if you can because it's such a cool, first of all, like, yeah, Airbnb itself is great. We found that it's a really great way to get a more affordable accommodation um, that's also friendly and usually it's yeah. a great experience. But then what I'm talking about here is Airbnb experiences, which is another level of service on that site where you can actually awesome. book, you can book like, you know, tours from locals, tours and experiences, cooking classes, that kind of that's thing so cool. in your destination city. So we booked um, an Airbnb experience with this woman who's a food writer in like in-flight magazines in Paris. She's wow. Parisian, like 100% born in Paris totally into food like the biggest foodie ever <laughs> awesome oh my god this is perfect yeah it and was in perfect the place where you want to eat everything it's perfect yes. okay it was so <laughs> awesome like i'm so glad we did it it was just us and a russian family that were on the tour so it was just oh, five fun. of us on the tour yeah and we got to go to what they call like the i think they call it like the stomach of paris just some area huh? near montparnasse which has like the bet like literally the best cheese in paris like the little cheese oh. shops the best cheese shop in Paris, like the the uh, pastry chefs, the famous oh pastry chef, the famous chocolate shop, all the places where the famous food is. We got to go there wow. and we did a, a tour where we sampled everything. Um, oh my gosh, that and- is amazing. <laughs> I want to do this. <laughs> it was so cool. And and I this is her quote, right? This is the tour guide's quote. She said, she looked at us, the two Americans, and she said, you know, yeah. bread is not the enemy. 
Bread is not the enemy. <laughs> oh my God, I wonder if our listeners understand that because that is what does hilarious. That mean? Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, Lindsay. You, okay, why? Why would she say that to Americans? <laughs> because we have an obsession. So right now, bread is kind of, to a lot of people in the US, yeah. bread is kind of the enemy because a lot of people in the States think that bread causes like weight gain, that it's not, it doesn't add much nutrition. And that, But the what I realized that the problem is that our bread just has a lot of preservatives. And well, there's that, yeah, and then there's the gluten thing as well. But I think right, I think but. it does come down to just like a misunderstanding of carbohydrates. That's like. the thing. Well, but the thing is though, like, um, so my friend that I was traveling with, she said that when her sister comes to France, she can't eat gluten in the states, but when she she can totally eat bread in France, no problem. Really? Yes. Yes. That so, is so interesting. Oh, so it's just the way that we over-process I everything? I think so. I think so. Ah, yeah. Yeah. So so true. So that was so funny, that quote. And it was so true because <laughs> we ate a ton of bread and everyone eats a ton of bread there. But, you know, it's just part of the diet and it's not yeah. the enemy. I mean, we have so much to learn from France. I I love bread and cheese. I eat all that stuff all the time. And like that, I mean, you can't, I mean, some people are just like, okay, nope, I'm not going to eat bread. And they think they're going to lose weight that yeah. way. Like, that's not how it works, you guys, no. because then they're just replacing it with other stuff. And like, why bread? I love that. Bread is not the enemy. Like, cut out, like, <laughs> just don't eat ice cream for a week or something, which is also ridiculous. I would never do that. But, yeah. or just like exercise and then eat everything. Yeah. I think just in general, like the way that, you know, the people in France define food or treat food yeah. was inspiring yeah. to me. It's just a bunch of things, right? It kind of defines the culture, first of all. Totally. I mean, this particular tour guide was very proud of French food, like very proud. And um, and she, you know, and, and I appreciated that, the way that that pride that she took and and also the way that to them it kind of defines human connection. At least that's what I, I thought, like, you know, yeah. lingering over a meal. Our last night exactly. at Paris, we really rolled into a super local place that I think that this woman recommended to us. So this was a place that tourists definitely don't go. And we sat next to a group of, you know, 20 somethings. And mm. they were there for so long. <laughs> just really? we thought that they went out that they had left and then they were just out for a smoke break and came back to the table for another round, <laughs> a five course meal. And oh we, you know, we ate in like an hour and they were there for like five hours. But it's I just this like, it. it's so it's intoxicating, just lingering over food, enjoying life, laughing. It's so yeah. beautiful. You yeah. know, I mean, there's been there's been so much talk about how, like, why can French people and Italian people and all, like all these people, why can they have high fat diets, high car carbohydrate diets, and we can't? And it, and right. that's not the thing. Like, that's the misunderstanding, right? Mm -hmm. um, I like this point of view, like the respect that food is given and the respect of the experience. Like, yes. the food itself is amazing, and but it's also a vehicle for your connection with other people around you, mm -hmm. and you're not just shoveling the food in and your body doesn't have time to tell you when it's full because that's the other thing Americans do right like you eat so much in. so fast mm -hmm. and your body can't tell you in time like you can stop now you're full because yeah. you, yeah. you just eat too much and then run to the next thing whatever the thing is exactly right? exactly Instead of actually like savoring your food and enjoying mm -hmm. it and and using it to right like spend yeah. have a have an excuse to just like <laughs> just relax with other people and drink wine and talk yeah. about politics i don't know that's what i imagine <laughs> poetry yeah. whatever 
<laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. I mean, that is a different way to consume. I mean, and I, I'm still somewhat perplexed about how, you know, th- how is it that the foods are so, um, so rich and yeah, people do yeah. stay, stay in such good shape. But I think that's part of it, right? We asked our tour guide, you know, why is it that there's so much cheese that's eaten here and, and it's okay? And, and she told us that cheese is a digestive. So they eat it in the middle of oh. the meal to digest. And that's what keeps people skinny. I don't know. <laughs> that makes I don't no know sense. how true no. that is. Okay. I really love this guy, woman, but at that part, I don't agree with. <laughs> it's a complete mystery. It's a complete mystery. So I'm still kind of mystified by that. But yeah, I love it. So. Okay. Are you so have you changed your eating habits at all from coming back? <laughs> Actually, I, I started buying um, like handmade bread at the store instead oh, of lovely. the kind like that has preservatives in it. Instead, I yeah. used to buy like whole wheat bread, but pres- with preservatives, you know, the typical yeah. like from a, you know, just in a package. Right, right now, I'm buying it over in the other side of the grocery store. That's more the handmade stuff. So nice. I, I'm buying that now. That's the one change I've made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there will be more. Who knows? Yeah, but who that knows? that who in knows? itself is a good change. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Lizzie, did you do anything besides eat in Paris? To be honest, not much else. Like (laughs) we walked and we ate and, you know, we just relaxed. Like we, you know, we had both been to Paris before. But one cool thing that I noticed also that I, I found so enchanting was just the fact that at least on this particular tour that we took in the stomach of Paris, people were so into their crafts, right? Like mm. we went into the shop, the pastry shop, and the pastry chef was so famous. I can't remember his name, but a very famous pastry chef. Then into a chocolate shop where the man had been making chocolates his whole life and he had apprenticed yeah. under another chocolate maker, right? And, and my takeaway right. from that was like, we're missing so much in our daily lives when we're not going deep into something. We're not building a craft, you know what I mean? With well, the internet people, and yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. People don't have trades anymore. Where right. It's, right. It's all about like, I'm going to study business management and work for five different companies. Right. Exactly. And it's like, it's, yep. that's not a, that's, that's not this. The, this idea of, of apprenticing under somebody and learning this lifetime of experience and then developing your own lifetime experience around one very specific craft mm-hmm. or trade or skill. I mean, I kind of feel like that's what you and I are doing with language yeah. and English teaching, right? Yeah, like we are trying to mm-hmm. go about it from so many different aspects and mm-hmm. like just really getting to know like one sort of character of existence. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think we are doing that. And I think also the podcasting angle that we take. So we're so into it, into podcasting, just the beauty of podcasting as an art itself. I think that we see it not just as a way to reach our listeners, but also as an art, as a media and an (gasps) art in itself. For sure. So we have a little bit of that, but, but I I just, I'm afraid that maybe our, our society is being so fast paced and so business oriented that we're losing that. You know? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and there's so much to be said about how having a trade like this can can sort of slow down your mind in a way, right? Because you're not mm-hmm. always looking right. for the next thing because it's yes. decided. I think so many people are on pins and needles being like, is this what I want to do for the rest of my life? No, I'm always looking for another job or another opportunity or something better, something better, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> that exactly. like FOMO, the fear of missing mm-hmm. out. And mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so you never are able to enjoy what you have at the moment. My brother is actually apprenticing to be a oh. journeyman electrician. Mm. And so hearing about his process of 
of learning mm. and apprenticing and and everything mm. is is fascinating. And he's much more fulfilled now than uh, he was like at a desk job five years oh, ago. Yeah. You know, yeah. So it's about finding that thing. So we want to encourage you guys. If you take anything out of today's episode, one thing you could take away is that urgency to find your craft. You know, find. Yes. We can't yeah. all do it in the same way. But what is what is something within what you're doing already that you could take to a level of being a craft, being an art form, you know, just like the French do with cheese and 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 meat and, you know, everything else that we <laughs> that right. we enjoyed. Yeah. I mean, it could be photography. It could be mm-hmm. literally anything. And you know what? It doesn't have to be your job. I mean, hope. I mean, that's the dream. Hopefully right. it doesn't can, have to be. Yeah. You know, be your job someday. But there's also something to be said that like once you start getting paid for something, it could take away some of the enjoyment. And that's the yeah. other side. You don't have to mm. like find your thing and and make it your life and it's make a living off it or whatever. Yeah. This could be what fulfills you in your free time as well. So yeah. just developing your craft in your free time is also um is also a goal. It's something to reach for. Yeah, 100%. I love that. That is such a good takeaway. I love it. So <laughs> So I mean, that's it. And then my final point that I wanted to make is I want to shout out to Layla and say a huge thank you for inviting us into her lovely home. We were so Layla is one of our amazing listeners. And Jessica, you didn't get a chance to meet Layla, but she came to the urban adventure in New York. And she was here this past summer. So some of our listeners know her as well. So I want to say a huge thank you because she invited us into her home. We had dinner, we had a four course meal at her house. And her husband was there. We met her children. It was just so, so cool. It was so lovely. And we so enjoyed that meal. So thank you so much to Layla. (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic. Listeners, I would love it if you could comment on this blog post. There's so many things that you could comment on, but one would be like, if Lindsay or I come to your country, what should we eat? I want to know that. (laughs) And then also like, what do you want your craft to be? Yeah. Right? Like we Mm -hmm. can inspire each other and ourselves by commenting on this episode. (laughs) Yeah. Come on back, guys. So today's episode is, what is it? 1073? Is that right? Yep. 1073, guys. So come back to the blog, allearsenglish.com forward slash episodes. Type in 1073 in that chat bar and we can't wait to see what you have to say. Awesome. I love it. I love it. We should do an update later with all the comments. Okay. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for hanging out today and reflecting with me, Jessica. This has been great. Oh, it's been so fun. Oh, man, you had such an amazing trip. Yeah, I just loved hearing about it, you know? I'm happy to be here. All right, awesome. I'll talk to you soon. All right, bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.